This program is brought to you by the Genesis Communications Network, a world leader in talk radio since 1998. Visit GCNlive.com today. Length reporting for investors who want the whole story. This is the Corlin Economics Report. Welcome back to the second hour of the weekend edition of the KE Report. As we do in the second hour, we are replaying a couple of our more listened to and more commented on segments from the week. Starting off, first two segments of the second hour are going to be a replay of Dave Erflay from a Tuesday interview where we dive into specific news releases from the resource sector. Some good, some bad. Hope you enjoy. Hey, everyone. Welcome in to another daily editorial here on the KE Report. Corey and Chad here chatting with Dave Erflay, founder and editor of the Junior Miner Junkie. Now, look, Dave, we could talk about the overall precious metal sector on a day like today, Tuesday, February 13th, where the market is selling off. But in all fairness, it's red in pretty much every sector out there. I want to focus a bit more on some individual company news that has come out, both on the negative side and on the positive side, at least as you look at share price reaction here. Now, we can all take these news releases However we want, I really just want to cover some of the recent news that I've been getting emails about and get your thoughts on it. Now, I don't want to bash any of these companies because their share price might be selling off because a lot of company share prices are selling off in this sector and have been for a while. But there have been some news events here that have caught some attention in the market and caused bigger sell-offs. So we're going to start on some of the more, I guess, negative news in a sense where companies have had to come out to the market and mostly raise money. Let's start on the money-raising front. We can talk about Serato Gold or Lion One Metals. Both apparently are having some issues funding builds. In Serato's case, Lion One, they are going through their build, but they came out to the market in the last week and announced a financing where the stock did sell off on the back of. Again, this is a bigger picture issue with the sector where companies need to keep on raising money and the cost of capital is much higher. Dave, what was your takeaway from either of the news out of those companies and some of the reports for Serato Gold? Yeah, well, sure. We, we could start off with, with Serato. You know, I, I'm a former shareholder and um, I had a meeting with them at, at Beaver Creek. And they told me that they were in the process of looking to raise $8 million. And you got to understand, they basically have two bank accounts. They have one to finance their Brazilian operations. And then they have an, uh, their producing mine is in Argentina, which is capital controlled. So in Argentina, they have debt payments of, of about 10, of 10 million coming due in March while they only have 10 million cash. So they got to, they got to raise more debt in Argentina or raise some cash, and they have to raise cash in Brazil because they're looking to finance their Monto, Monto de Carmo initial capex on that mine. So they, first of all, they've waited too long to raise money. The street kn- kn- knew that they needed to raise money. I don't even think they've announced a, a raise yet, and the stock has gone from $0.75 cents when I talked to them at, at Beaver Creek when they were interested in raising money and looking to raise money, and now it's down to, I think, $0.25. Cents. 
So when they finally do come out to, to market, the dilution is going to be killer. The, the market is obviously punishing it for it. The street sniffs any raise that a company is is going to need. If you're not fully financed for your programs this year, the street is is sniffing that. They know you they know you need to raise and they're going to punish you and by the time you finally come to market the the, the the dilution has been killer and also a lot of these companies have had to attach warrants of up to 3 years like Lion 1 just had to do. I'm a Lion One shareholder. You know, my, my, myself and my subscribers have been accumulating the stock for the past couple of years because we saw the huge upside potential in it. The previous raise that, 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 that Wally did, the CEO, uh, Wally Barakoff did, was, was ill-timed and they had to attach a full warrant. And those warrants are trading on the open market. Well, this finance was surprised the market. I didn't expect them to raise. The market didn't expect them to raise. They had $20 million coming into this year, and they had $4 million left on a, on a, on a credit facility. They announced an operations update on January 19th, saying they were, gonna, they were going to ramp up from 300 tons per day on the mine that they just constructed to 500 tons per day a year early. Okay, That costs money. They didn't say anything in the press release about needing more funds. Well, lo and behold, a couple weeks later, after that update comes out, they announce a base shell prospectus in the dead of night overnight, right? And the, the, the market punishes it for it. And then by the time the terms are announced to the market the next day, the stock gets punished even more because it's, it's basically 35% below market when they announced the, the prospectus and it includes a three-year warrant. And not only that, and not only are they are, are are they hurting their current shareholders like myself and my subscribers, but management also has over two million warrants at seventy five cents that will expire next month out of the money. So this is how tight these capital markets are. This this is how concerned these veterans of these companies. You know, Wally Barakoff has made me quite a bit of money in previous. Uh, ventures and companies that he's built and sold at huge premiums to the market. So these guys are very seasoned. They understand what's going on in the capital markets. And when they need to raise money, they're pulling the trigger when it's offered at, at whatever terms. Well, Dave, I think it's interesting to look at the state that the junior mining sector is in right now with relation to the capital markets, a higher cost of capital with higher interest rates, and some of the options that some companies are entertaining. Uh, in full disclosure, I'm a shareholder of Line 1 and Serato Gold as well. But with Serato Gold, I just talked to Mike in Investor Relations just last week, and he said they were unable to raise capital the last couple of times, so they're working out a different deal to possibly bring in some kind of other transaction to bring in the money to pay that debt. And that brings up a broader discussion. Some companies are looking at selling non-core assets. Some companies are looking at bringing in strategic stakeholders to take a piece of the action. So they're diluting down the project level instead of at the equity level. Other companies are looking at royalties as a way to, to again, they're, they're diluting it down at the project and cash flow level from the mine in the future uh, to pay the bills today. I-80 Gold's another company we were talking about off mic, and, the, and they're entertaining bringing in a big partner that's going to help bring in some of the capital they need to keep the wheels turning. What's your take on all these different options companies are exploring to bring in money? Because it's not always the best idea to do an equity raise. No, and they understand that, especially at these share prices. So they're doing everything they can, especially the, the companies where the management holds a lot of shares, you know, and they're aligned with shareholders. The last thing that they want to do is dilute themselves. 
And I think that's what hurt Serato because management owns 15%. So they waited. I think they waited too long because they didn't want to, they, they thought they'd be able to raise money at higher prices. And when, when they're not able to, they're not only diluting their shareholders, but they're diluting themselves. So a, a lot of these companies, they understand that this is the, this is the tightest capital markets that I've, that I've seen in the 20 years that I've been in this sector. I mean, the, the last few times that we've had these major sell-offs in, 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 the gold, in, in the gold stocks and the cycle appeared to be bottoming and um, it looked like it was, it was going to flip at any time, capital was not that expensive. So now with, you know, with interest rates over 5%, capital is expensive and it's really tight. And the, these companies are a lot more choosy now on, on uh, these uh, banks are a lot more choosy now on who they're going to finance. So your project has to be airtight solid before they're going to even think about financing you. And a lot of these companies that they, they, you know, I mean, it's a race against the clock, right? I mean, how long could we stay funded before the, 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 the sector flips, and the gold price gets over $2,100 and breaks out and stays above $2,000, and the market starts pricing that in. And a lot of these companies, they were smart, and they raised money at the end of the year, even though they, they, they upset their shareholders at, at the time. But, it, but in hindsight, it was, a, it, was a, it was a great move because these companies are now fully financed for 2024. So if you're not fully financed for your operations and your exploration activities or whatever you're doing for 2024, if you're not fully funded, the street knows this and they're going to keep pressure on your stock. And it's, it's, it, it, it's not good for any company that is going to have to raise money within the next six months because the street knows it. All right, time for a commercial break, but we'll be right back to continue this conversation. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Are you a business owner? Are you confused by the complexity of the tax laws? We can help. I'm Dan Pilla, and I've been helping business owners solve tax problems for over 40 years. My book, The Small Business Tax Guide, shows proven ways to avoid all the common business tax problems. Don't risk your business. Go to danpilla.com to order your copy. That's danpilla.com. Order now and get a free 15-minute call directly with me, a $99 value. Go to danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, the Mineral Doctor. You've heard me talk about 90 for Life for years. 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, 2 fatty acids. You may not know this, that I've actually designed Arthur decks for animals. That's right. Your pets need 90 for Life, too. Get this essential pet product by calling 877-279-9422. That's 877-279-9422. Again, 877-279-9422. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, the Mineral Doctor. You've heard me talk about 90 for Life for years. 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, 2 fatty acids. You may not know this, that I've actually designed Arthur decks for animals. That's right. Your pets need 90 for Life, too. Get this essential pet product by calling 877-279-9422. That's 877-279-9422. Again, 877-279-9422. Who listens to radio at night? EMTs? Truck drivers? law enforcement, and many other hardworking people just like you, buying products and services from companies just like yours. Many companies owe their success to radio. It's the engaging medium. 
Call 877-996-4327 or email advertise at GCNlive.com. That's advertise at GCNlive.com. February is Heart Month, and every year, Extendivite has a sale. This year is no different. Extendivite is regularly $69.95 plus shipping and handling for a two-month supply. In February, Extendivite is only $57.50 for a two-month supply plus shipping and handling. Extendivite is a combination of garlic, cayenne, hawthorn, bilberry, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. These ingredients work synergistically to improve your overall health. So don't delay. Join the Extendivite family today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Do you have difficulty taking supplements? Are you searching for a high-quality, complete nutritional drink that your whole family will love? Nutramedical's Life Support has arrived. All of your daily nutritional requirements in one quick, delicious drink. Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support is a proprietary blend of vegan protein, activated vitamins, essential minerals, amino acids, probiotics, green tea, digestive enzymes, anti-inflammatories, cancer prevention, detoxification, and much more. Your body will high-five you for this one. Life Support is the best, complete, nutritious meal replacement on the market. Whether you are an elite athlete, have post-operative challenges, chronic illness, elderly, or a family that just wants a quick, delicious drink, try Dr. Bill Deagle's Life Support for optimized nutrition in one great-tasting smoothie. Just add cold water, almond milk, fruit, or anything else you like. Nutramedical's Life Support. Try our great-tasting chocolate or vanilla today. Call 888-212-8871 or visit us online at Nutramedical.com. Nutramedical.com for the whole family. Your weekly fix on finance and investing. This is the Corlin Economics Report. All right, welcome back. Continuing on with the second hour of the weekend edition of the KE Report. And we are continuing to replay the Tuesday segment with Dave Erflay. Now moving on to Vizla Silver, a company that recently announced a spin-out of a royalty on the company's Panuku project. The company was also just added to the SILJ, which caused a bump in the share price. That share price uh, bump has pretty much been all given back. But look, this company, this stock is still very much bucking the trend of a lot of the other silver stocks, which are heading lower. Visa Silver is still in an uptrend. So let's get Dave's opinion on that news out of the royalty spin out and on Visa Silver. I think it's a smart move. You know, a recent example of this taking place uh, and being a positive development was with Great Bear Resources before they were taken out of Kinross Gold. They spun out a royalty subsidiary called Great Bear Royalties to manage those royalty interests on on the Dixie project. They, they spun off a 2% Nest Belter return royalty, uh, along with a million bucks in securities and 500000 uh, in cash. So that turned out to be a smart move, right? I mean, shareholders liked it. The stock continued to go up, and Kinross came along and, and took out the company, despite the fact that they hadn't even proved up a resource yet. 
So I, I like it, and I get shares in a in, in a royalty co- in, a, in in the spun out royalty company, and also with a, with a, a warrant as well. So I like the deal. Um, I know there's some analysts out there that said they didn't like the deal because it puts constraints on future construction. But let's face it, Vizsla is not going to construct this project. This is the, the, the one of the most desirable silver deposits out there right now. I mean, I, I believe, it, like they do, that there's over a billion ounces of silver equivalent there in that district. And, and, and they've already proved up, what, 300 million. So um, this is a fantastic project. It's in a fantastic jurisdiction. And... I don't see any problem with the royalty spin out. Okay. Since we're on silver, let's also talk about Defiant Silver. We've had them on the show before. I know other guests have brought them up. Earlier this month, they announced that they needed to restate some of their mineral resource estimates for a number of different reasons, and then also announced a financing on the back of that. How do you look at a news release like that where, look, they clearly have resources, but now they need to go back and restate them? Yeah, that's not good. And also, this is an earlier stage company that that already has a blown share structure. So this is the second piece of bad news uh, of Defiance over the last couple of years. Uh, the first one was I used to be a shareholder, former shareholder of Defiance. They had one of their properties. Someone came in and manipulated the system and took away the rights of their other project. And they're still trying. I think they're still trying to work that out. So. Um, at one point, they were kind of in a catbird seat of exploration companies. They had ten million. They had they had about ten million bucks, I think, a little over a year ago, and and the the sector was 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 not doing well. Good results weren't being rewarded, and they were only drilling with one drill. And people were upset that hey, why aren't you spending this cash on drilling? Well, it turned out to be a smart thing because the the ten million lasted a lot longer. But now they've come down to where they're in dire straits again, and. This is why you got to be very careful in in investing in these things. You got to take a look at how much cash they're burning, how much cash they're going to need, what their plan is, how much cash they're they're uh, going to have to use this year, and what's their burn rate, and what are their expectations once they're done using that cash to drill. I mean, drill results really aren't being rewarded here. I mean, good results are sold off and bad results are sold off even more right now. So, you know, it's a very, very tough market. So you have to make sure that whatever stocks that you're investing in here, that you're, you know, holding your nose and whatever fishing line you're you're buying right now, make sure that the reason why the stock is selling off is is because of a sector-wide sell-off, not because of anything the company is doing wrong. Well, Dave, I want to follow up on this idea of the resource being misstated because it can be a good thing or a bad thing for contrarian investors. And, and I would point back to Pretium originally misstated their resource, but obviously it was a huge success story eventually being taken out for billions of dollars. Uh, that happened on a negative side when you looked at Rubicon, and then it kind of cratered, and, and people messed up, you know, the, the resource was messed up. But I'm thinking back to a, a stock that I know both of us have owned, uh, and I still own, and that's Orzone, where they misstated the resource initially. It was a huge sell-off. I bought the crap out of it, and it was a big rise after that because they eventually fixed it. I just did the same thing with Gato Silver. They misstated the resource, cratered from $18 down to $2, uh, and they've gone back up to $7. It's been one of my biggest gainers by buying the misstated resource when you know that there's ounces in the ground they just they get overly punished do you ever see it as a contrarian play where sometimes there's an overreaction the market overdoes it and then you can actually pick up shares on the cheap and write it back up 
In a bull market, when capital markets aren't tight, yes. <laughs> but look what happened with Defiance. They did it in a bear market where their, their, their stock was already depressed and they had to raise money at the same time. That's, that's like a triple whammy. But yes, I, I see your point. And um, in a bull market or a bull trend in the market, it could be a good thing and you could make a good trade out of it. Dave, let's also talk about another company here, I-80 Gold. Now, one that is looked very favorably upon because of, in all fairness, their activities in Nevada. A few projects that they're moving forward, continued very impressive drill results. I know a lot of people are wondering where they're going to get this financing from. However, they have said that, look, they have a partner coming in. The problem being, even in the face of the good drill results, and it seems like everyone waiting for this news on the partner, the stock has continued to sell off. So how do you break down I-80 in terms of what seems like positive news flow, but share price continues to drift lower? There's so much to like about it, but the market continues to focus continues not to focus on their three very high-grade projects that they're de-risking at the same time so they could get their autoclave that's worth over a billion dollars, which is, you know, like three times their market cap. But they continue to focus on the $175 million of debt and how they're going to finance these three operations. Well, they've already, like you said, they've already announced that they how they were going to do this. They're in the process of, of getting a, a JV partner for their for their Ruby Hill project. And they told me this back in at Beaver Creek. I, I was expecting it, and the market was expecting it when they announced it a couple of months ago. The company that's going to do the JV, they have 90 days to take a look at it before they announce it, and they have an option to, to extend it to 60 more days. So in the meantime, they raised $18 million recently. Well, it, it just goes to show the quality of their assets that they were able to raise this $18 million, no problem, and with no warrant. So if you can raise that kind of money in a market like this with no warrant, it really speaks volumes about the quality of your assets. So I'm not worried about I-80 Gold. That's one company I'm definitely not worried about it because of, of what they have there as far as infrastructure and the grades they're coming up with in their project and, and the over, I think, 16, 17 million ounces of gold and 180 ounces of, ounces of silver they already have. It's, it's a tough market. Yeah, you're right. It is a tough market. I feel like we talk about that every single day. I hate saying it, but it is the fact. Everyone, if you want to listen to that full interview, visit our website or podcast. Look up that Tuesday posting. We're going to be right back with a couple of company updates. To find out more about today's guests, visit us on the web at www.kereport.com. You're listening to the Corlin Economics Report. We'll be back in a moment. for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. I had no idea it would destroy my life. But before it happened, I had a successful business in Austin, Texas. Everyone laughed at me when I shut that business down, but I could not ignore the wake-up call. I was volunteering on a project to get locally grown food into a school. That project was a complete failure, and I discovered that there were few local farmers, there's only four days' worth of food in the grocery stores, and everything comes 1,500 miles via a just-in-time trucking system. I lost friends and family who told me I was crazy to worry about that, but I kept at it. I'm Marjorie Wildcraft. Those of us who know what's going on in the world know you need to become self-reliant before the dollar collapses. I've created a free webinar at GCNfood.com. 
I can show you, like I've shown hundreds of thousands of people, how to grow lots of food, even if you have no experience, you're older or you're out of shape. Do it now before the stores are boarded up and food is not available at any price. Go to GCNfood.com. GCNfood.com. USA News Update. The upcoming crewed rocket launch from Florida Space Coast scheduled for next month, March 1st. NASA said three astronauts and a cosmonaut will embark on a Falcon 9 rocket from SpaceX to the International Space Station and spend six months conducting research. Former President Trump has been ordered to pay more than $350 million in his New York State civil fraud trial. He's also facing a three-year ban on conducting business in New York State. A former FBI informant facing charges for allegedly lying about President Biden's involvement in his son Hunter's foreign business dealings. Egypt reportedly building a refugee camp near the Gaza border in anticipation of a potential conflict if Israel attacks the southern city of Rafah. Corey Myers, USA News. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. Hi, I'm Dr. Joel Wallach, the Dead Doctors Don't Lie guy, formerly Air Force Lieutenant Colonel, Air National Guard and Reservist. I'm looking for veterans, active duty military personnel to join the 90 for Life Crusade to save America. She needs your skills, courage, and loyalty more than ever. Contact GCNteam.com. Because of the financial and health care collapse, veterans are currently struggling finding jobs. Frustrated looking for a job? Change your tactics. Join the 90 for Life Crusade to save America. Start a health care business with FDI Longevity 90 for Life Crusade. Contact GCNteam.com immediately. We're looking for military specialists who can use a computer, can communicate information, and execute a battle plan. Join the admirals, Navy SEALs, Marines, pilots, Army officers, military police, sheriffs, police officers, firemen, and first responders already enrolled in the 90 for Life Crusade. Contact GCNteam.com now. FDI Longevity will help you apply your military skills to the task of saving America through health and financial programs. Contact GCNteam.com. Enlist in GCNteam.com and save America. Providing unique reporting on markets and companies since 1990. This is the Corlin Economics Report. Welcome back. This recording was from Monday, a company update from Banyan Gold, where the company announced an updated resource estimate for a total of 7 million ounces. I hope you all enjoy this interview. And again, to listen to the full interview, it was posted on Monday. 
Hey everyone, welcome in to another daily editorial here on the KE Reports. I'm chatting with Tara Christie, President and CEO of Banyan Gold. Banyan is traded on the TSX Venture Exchange under the symbol BYN and on the OTCQB under the symbol BYAGF. Now, Tara, we have a couple news releases to touch on here. February 7th, the company updated the resource estimate at the Ormac project in Yukon. That resource now totals 7 million ounces of gold in the inferred category. And a day before that, February 6th, you announced really the first larger phase of MET work on that Ormac project. Let's start off with the updated resource. 7 million ounces. One of the, I think, important aspects of this resource is the company has now tied together the Orex Hill and Powerline deposits. Your last resource that came out last year came in at 6.2 million ounces. It was a combination of three different deposits. Tara, can you take us through the work that went into this updated resource from all the drilling last year, please? Sure. So just under 25,000 meters of drilling went into this resource. So, um, you know, we're really pleased to be able to say, yeah, we've continued to grow this. It's a 13% increase, or if we'd use the same cutoff grades, it would have been a 20% increase. Uh, so 7 million ounces, cutoff grade 0.3 gives us an overall grade of 0.63. And now the two deposits, you know, airstrip and power line, uh, makes the story a, a little simpler and people can see just the scale of mineralization that, that we have, uh, on the property and it continues to be open east west and at depth um we know that that we can continue to grow both deposits and and remember we really haven't drilled on on airstrip at all since 2019 because we've been so focused on how quickly we've been able to grow with the power line deposit so the other real uh, exciting thing is you know we've put a, a cutoff sensitivity table uh, in the news release and you can look at the 3d model on our website and it's actually really interesting to look at how when you increase the cutoff grade there's large areas where the higher grade mineralization hangs together and that's in our model and one of the next steps might be very much to go out and drill some of that to indicate it to say hey there's a higher grade core within this which i think you know drives the economics because we have lots of people that comment you know is that grade going to make it and you know the the average kind of grade of projects in production of it's like 0.75 so yeah, you know, if we can find higher grade that drives your 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 economics, uh, that will be pretty important for us. All right, so I'll post a link to that news release with the updated mineral resource. I'll also post figure one below because I do want you to talk to the figure one here. It shows where the resources are, shows where the drill holes are. Quick question regarding airstrip, which is to the northwest of power line, as well as a couple pockets to the east that include some of the resource. Are you going to be trying to tie these together into the overall now just power line deposit? So airstrip's a more of a calcareous replacement style mineralization that likely dips underneath power line. So we could, you know, drill and probably intersect power line mineralization up to where airstrip goes underneath it. But, you know, I don't, I don't really think that's going to add a lot of value because lots of people look at it. We could continue to, to advance airstrip by adding ounces east west and, and even pulling it a little bit south, you know, where, where it starts to dip down. We haven't certainly found any edges of it. Over to the east and power line, you know, those little areas 
you know, we, we could probably connect them to power line with, with some drilling and, and there's just no holes in between. We did some big step outs to the east trying to find some edges of power line as we start to think about where you're going to put infrastructure. You know, are there edges to this deposit which can be defined? So it's good and bad that there's still mineralization out there. You know, again, is it right now in this market with drilling that off um, and connecting it add a lot of value for shale? There's probably not. So we're focused right now on a bunch of internal work looking at what our options are, um, running various scenarios, and then thinking about how we improve our odds and how we make that better and running them again. And as we get a little bit closer to when we plan to start our season this year, we'll we'll tell people what we're going to do. But we've got lots of options, and that's not a bad place to be. So can you break down some of those options? Because it seems like, again, you already said you haven't cut off mineralization at the deposit, so you could continue to try to expand. You could focus on the higher grade areas. This is also an inferred resource. So you could go and upgrade the resource. What are those strategies exactly? Well, and, and that's interesting because I hear varying different opinions from some of our big shareholders and some of the corporates that we talk to that are out there. You know, we were just at the shows and lots of people walk by your your core shack and say, oh, well, you know, that's big enough. You should get X ounces, two million, half a million to indicated, uh, drill out your highest grade. I hear other people say, no, 10 million is not too big. Keep drilling out for more ounces. So um, we're taking all of that under advisement and we're looking at our various exploration options. And and again, having options is fabulous. And what have we learned from the work that we did last year? We just put the resource out. So, you know, we just finished completing the new modeling. We have these new block models. That gives us lots of data to spend some time on and actually spend the time doing the work so that we increase our odds of success. And and of course, we want to add shareholder value. There's no point drilling off a bunch of hole, holes in a market that's not going to appreciate it unless you're confident you're adding value now tara when we look at all the drilling that's in power line even airstrip we can see there's been a lot of holes drilled here do you have a number that is average spacing between these holes most of our holes have been 100 meter spaced holes you can see we do have some holes south power line that are closer to 50 meters spacing which we drilled this year and those were largely focused on on uh taking the deposit deeper there. So that was an area where we'd only drilled to 100 meters deep when we first made the discovery. And we know that, you know, the pit in the resource probably goes to 200 meters. So that's an area that we drilled off. And then earlier, we drilled off the star pattern that you can kind of see to the north of power line. Those were at 25 meter spacing. And both of those are really giving us lots of information on on the geostatistics, which will tell us what the spacing is and which we now know to get to indicated and then and then beyond that when, when we want to do that. But first step would probably be getting to indicated and finding the right areas, which are probably not only geologically your highest grade, but where you'd probably mine first, um, which, you know, we're doing a bunch of engineering and a little bit of scoping, early scoping studies, not a real scoping study yet. We're high level, look at how and where you might mine first, and that'll help guide our work as well. So a huge amount of work going on in the background that that isn't visible to everybody else, but it's really helping us improve what we do next. When are you going to put some sort of economics like a PEA around this? You know, we're not in a rush because there's an awful lot of background work that can be done 
well before that. And our earn-in agreement has us required to do one by December of 2025 to get the 100% of the property. So that, that's a fair amount of time. But but if, to do a PEA, you can do a PEA that's quick and dirty, or you can do a PEA that's, you know, a little bit more advanced and based on a lot of work. There's there's a whole range of them that get done out there, and it really depends how much time and effort you want to, want to put into it. We are really, you know, we want to make sure we put our best foot forward when we put a Hadar and economics on this project. And quite frankly, as we start to do our put out metallurgy, continue to develop deposit, the analysts that cover us and are watching us are probably running their own numbers anyway. So I kind of think that the work that we're doing that we can actually show to the public, you know, will help people understand the value of this project. So then what kind of news should investors be looking out for here before you do get back into the field with all this background work ongoing? Well, it's hard to put out news when you don't have complete products on on things like, you know, high-level engineering where you're still trying to tune in. But we will have some news flow as we go into the, the BMO and PDAC shows. We'll start our program as early as potentially March. So there's not a long time to wait. We are, you know, able to operate year-round on our project, unlike other Yukon projects. So it's really about us figuring out how to add the most value. And it's been great talking to our shareholders and companies at the shows recently. It, it's given us lots of ideas. And really, our whole goal is to continue to add value. for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S.-patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from wallofire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Wallofire.com. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker we have great rates for you as well at the term lifeline we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above so if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance call right now for a free quote rates and availability may vary by state sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify 800-430-1891 800-430-1891 that's 800-430-1891 compliment your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. 
Hi, I'm your host, Smokey Cole Bear. Filling in for Smokey, because after 75 years of... Only you can prevent wildfires. Turns out there's much more to say. Nearly 90% of wildfires are caused by us humans being careless. Dumping our used barbecue coals willy-nilly. Guess the song was wrong. We did start the fire. That's why I respect Mother Nature and her trees, whether coniferous or new car scented. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. I need to pay bills. When is my tax refund coming? I need to pay my taxes. What are my payment options? I need to set up a payment plan. How do I do that? I need answers to my tax questions. Where can I find them? I need help with my taxes. Does the IRS offer free help? I need a tax preparer. How should I choose one? Need answers to your tax questions? Go to irs.gov. It's easy to see. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. We all know something big is coming, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming more self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is the nation's largest emergency preparedness company, and they make it easy for you to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure some emergency food kits. There's a dozen to choose from that contain tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging 2,000 calories per day. Get at least one food kit for each family member. My Patriot Supply also sells large solar generators, gravity-powered water filtration systems, heirloom seeds for your garden, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your items will ship that same day. Time is short. Prepare today. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. Welcome back. Final segment here of the second hour of the weekend show. We are replaying an interview with West Red Lake Gold. We received a lot of emails even before getting this interview scheduled asking for an update. So on Tuesday, we had the opportunity to chat with management from West Red Lake. This is the replay to hear that full interview. Click on that Tuesday posting. I hope you all have a great rest of your weekend. Hey everyone, welcome in to another daily editorial here on the KE Reports. Corey and Chad here getting an update from West Red Lake Gold Mines traded on the TSX Venture Exchange under the symbol WRLG and on the OTCQB under the symbol WRLGF. We are chatting with the VP of Exploration, Will Robinson. Now we're going to get a broad update here on the drilling that the company has released over the last couple months dealing with all the drilling that happened in 2023, both at the Madsen Gold Mine as well as at the Rowan Gold Project. Well, let's start off at the Rowan Gold Project. This is an earlier stage asset. It does have a resource on it, but focused on the drilling from last year, the company drilled a little over 20,000 meters. Now, I understand most of this was mainly focused on validating the resource. Let's start there. Take us through really what you learned in that over 20,000 meters really based on validating that resource. Thanks, guys, for having me on today. Yeah, on Rowan, we drilled 62 holes, a little over 20,000 meters, as, as you said, Corey. Uh, 
we learned a lot about the system throughout that drilling program. It was really one of the uh, the first real drilling programs that the Rome property ever had completed on it. Uh, most of the previous campaigns were very low meterage, um, a few holes here and there as budget would allow. Um, and as a result, you know, there was very selective analytical techniques being applied where previous operators would only sample the very high grade, you know, quartz vein intervals that would contain visible gold. But um, the way that we wanted to approach Rowan this year is basically validate the existing resource, which is a little over 800,000 ounces in the ground, 9.2 grams, and learn more about the system overall. You know, the grade distribution, the controls on the high grade portions of, of Rowan. And so as such, you know, the program was focused on the two main ore shoots out there. Uh, the Most of the drilling was focused on the east zone, which is a high-grade ore shoot. We currently have defined over 250-meter strike length. During 2023, we extended the depth of that ore shoot down to around 500 meters. And all indications are that it still remains open at depth. The other ore shoot is to the west. We call it the west zone. That's actually the area that had most of the historic mining completed on at Rowan. So the east zone essentially has no mining on it. Um, historically, it's a completely intact ore shoot, which is, you know, bodes well for us for any future uh, development scenarios. But yeah, it was, a, it was a very successful program. We intercepted the highest grade intercept ever across the Rowan property uh, during the program, which was 70.8 grams per ton gold over 8.3 meters. We had a press release on that just out before Beaver Creek and had a nice piece of show core to, to bring with us for that conference. But I mean, there was a number of other really nice intercepts, you know, high grades over mineable widths. 50 grams over four meters, 66 point grams over two meters, 45 grams over two meters. So that's one of the, you know, the narratives that we really look to change at Rowan in 2023. And I think a lot of the drilling demonstrated that is that this isn't just a very narrow, skinny, high grade system with questionable tonnage for any kind of future mining scenario. I think what we demonstrated at Rowan in 2023 was that, no, we're actually hitting, yes, you know, high grade, narrow intercepts at times, but a lot of cases, we see that grade continuing into the wall rock away from, you know, the high grade quartz veins. And that's something I think was not previously recognized or fully appreciated by, by previous operators where they would only sample the high grade narrow quartz vein, but leave, you know, mineralization left behind in the wall rock where what we recognize is that the alteration zone oftentimes continues into the wall rock away from the narrow quartz vein. And so by doing top to bottom assaying in the holes, we gave ourselves a much better chance at accurately representing the grade distribution throughout the system. And so what we would often see is a very high grade hit within the quartz vein where we'd see the VG, but then we could see, you know, one to two grams within one to two meters or more on either side of that hit. And then once you start spreading that grade out over three to four meters, I mean, that's, that's a mineable width all day long. So I think that was one of the big successes of the program. We also came out with some metallurgical test results. This was a you know, preliminary study that we did, PEA level, if you will, just to look at the amenability of the material at Rowan to the same type of flow sheet that you know, we could expect to maybe use at Madsen down the road. And the results of that were very encouraging. We were getting gold extraction above 98%, you know, with 70 to 80% at, at times, just within the gravity recoverable portion. And so, yeah, very coarse to coarse, nuggety gold at Rowan and, you know, it basically lends itself very well to gravity separation, which in typical milling operations, that's going to be easy ounces right off the front end that you could capture with the Nelson concentrator. So we're really happy to see those results confirm what we had expected as far as the metallurgy is concerned.
Well, Will, I really appreciate you breaking that down for us as far as, A, that the nuggety goal is amenable to gravity separation. That is a nice thing when you move into a development scenario, but also what you mentioned about the top-to-bottom assays, because we have had a lot of questions about, you know, these are very high-grade hits, but sometimes over narrow intercepts, and now that you're showing mineable widths of three to four meters where the hanging wall and the footwall still has mineralization, I think that demonstrates to the market that these intercepts you're finding at Rowan you're putting a little more meat on the bones for people as far as a mining scenario compared to what prior operators have done. And let's just remind people at this Rowan property, there's three prior producing mines here, and you're going to be exploring and stepping out on this year's drill campaign. So you did a good job of infilling and building confidence and data density in last year's program. But talk to us about the program that you hope to kick off in the summer here, where you're going to focus more on discovery and stepping out and, and going to depth out on this Rowan property. Yeah, for sure. So as you mentioned, the 2023 program is mainly focused on you know validation, increasing our confidence. We've got a, an additional 10 to 15,000 meters planned for this year at Rowan. That program is going to be mainly focused on growth. And so what, what we're in the process of, of finalizing now is updating the geologic model along with the top to bottom assaying we we're doing on the holes. We were also collecting a plethora of oriented core data which we're putting through a fine-tooth comb and very diligently incorporating into our new geologic interpretation. And a lot of new things are coming to light on the ore body that were previously unrecognized as far as the uh, the structural controls on why we have these two, you know, nice high-grade ore shoots on the east and west zone. Like, what's actually controlling those? And and only when you understand that completely is gives you the best chance of going in and actually growing those areas effectively with the drilling. So, we're in the process right now of refining that geologic model, and, and this next run of drilling will be uh, fully focused on growth at Rowan, not just uh, you know infill and validation. Okay, so the growth potential at Rowan. How is your team envisioning this Rowan project playing into the overall company strategy when, look, a lot of people are focused on the Madsen mine, the drilling that's going there, and also wondering when or how you're going to bring Madsen back into production, how does Rowan fit into the company strategy? No, you're absolutely right. Madsen is, is definitely the, the number one priority. We're going to be laser focused on that asset in 2024. But, you know, what something like Rowan can do for a project like Madsen, you know, further down the road is, is provide additional optionality potentially as far as providing a, you know, a supplemental high-grade feed source even if it is at you know a lower tonnage per day that you're sprinkling in at the mill with the uh, bulk of the material coming from the Madsen deposit, it really does help move the needle, especially if you have you know a certain level of throughput that you're limited to um, at the mill. The only real way to boost that production profile is to bring higher grade material to the mill. So if, if a project can benefit from having you know one or two additional feed sources that are at significantly higher grades than the material that they're running, on a daily basis from the main deposit, that can give you a huge advantage and gives you a lot of optionality for meeting, you know, annual guidance or even, you know, recognizing a step change in the overall production profile of, of the mine. All right, there is some of the update from West Red Lake Gold. We did continue to chat with Will for a good another five minutes. Again, you can hear that full interview posted on our website. 
on Tuesday. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to this weekend show. I know that first hour very much focused on investing in resources. Actually, both segments very much focused on resource investing and what continues to be a tough market. But there at least have been some glimmers of hope. I love hearing what each and every one of you think. So please keep emailing me, fleck at kereport.com. Let me know what you're seeing in the markets and any companies that you think I should be featuring on the show. Everyone, I hope you have a great rest of your weekend and a very happy long weekend for all of you having the day off on Monday. The Corlin Economics Report is produced for A.B. Corlin and Associates. Opinions expressed on this program are intended solely for the entertainment of our listeners, do not constitute investment advice, and are not necessarily those of this network, radio station, or our sponsors. Find out more about this program and today's guests by visiting www.kereport.com. For Al Corlin, this is Colleen Robbins. Join us again next week for the Corlin Economics Report. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Have you ever watched a video on the Internet and found yourself waiting for the skip the ad button? The reason this takes a few seconds is because the video delivery companies get to collect impression commission, and the viewer never sees the advertisement. The company still pays full price to run the ad. Does this sound like a scam to you? Is there any wonder why Internet ads are so ineffective? For over 100 years, radio has been a proven source for companies' messages. Radio listeners are engaged and want to support the companies that sponsor the shows they're so passionate about. Simple companies like window treatments, security, pillow companies, and more have been able to break away from the big box stores, building multi-million dollar businesses. Find out what radio can do for your business. Call 877-996-4327 or advertise at GCNlive.com. That's advertise at GCNlive.com.